Welcome into 10 Minute Warning. My name's Ian. And I'm Harrison. And we're going to start with a quick trivia question. Ready? I'm ready, I guess. Eight players have caught touchdown passes from both Drew Brees and Tom Brady. Can you name one of them? I have no idea. The answer, the easy answer we were looking for was Brandon Cooks. Oh, yeah. Also, Ben Watson. I totally forgot Brandon Cooks was on the Saints. Yep. He went from Saints. He it's went to so the Patriots. Long. Yeah. It's been a while. Um, I mean, Tim, Dwight, David, Patton. We're not going through the whole list, but that's starting off lost. Ah! Loser. Well, hello, Harrison. How's it going? It's going pretty good. So, uh, I stay outside today. Yeah, it's pretty nice. Except we don't actually live outside. We live within this camera. Yeah, we live within this camera. We actually don't get to go anywhere when nobody's no. watching. It's no. kind of weird. It just goes dark. And if you're watching via camera, um, you'll see that we have our flag up finally. Yeah. Thanks to the nice. pandemic, we've been waiting a long time for it. But we think it paid off. Yeah, I think it paid off in the long run. If you're listening to the audio form, welcome. My name is Ian. I'm Harrison. And um, this episode is brought to you by, what do you think it's brought to you by? Huh. I don't know, because I, I can't ever figure out what's going on inside your head. This episode is brought to you by Trivia Questions. Oh. Because we're already on question number two. What a terrible sponsor. <laughs> <laughs> they gave us no money. The check did not clear. It was crazy. What? <laughs> So this quarterback tight end duo, which has the fifth most receiving yards together since 2017, are both hurt for this NFC team. Which players are they? This quarterback tight end duo. Yeah. Is it uh, Jimmy Garoppolo and George Kittle? Yes. Yes. Now you're one for one. I'm one for one. That brings us to the first game, which has probably already happened. Uh, by the time you're watching this video, you've already seen the game. You know how it's going to play out. So this is kind of, we only, the, people ask us all the time. You know, we get a lot of comments. They're like, why do you guys even do the Thursday night game? Yeah. The idea is that if you're watching this or listening to this, and then you see what we said about the Thursday night game and we're close, it gives you a little bit of confidence in the games that haven't happened yet. Yeah. That's the idea. You'll have some more faith in us. Yeah. So we're starting off with the Packers and 49ers. Yeah. And I think it's safe to say that um, it's not going to be the full teams playing. Oh, no. I think it's something that the majority of the offense is gone for the 49ers, and then all the notable players from the Super Bowl defense are gone. Yeah. So it's definitely not the whole team. And, like, several good position players who don't have COVID were close contacts for it. Yeah. So... It's kind of like one of those things where the 49ers look like they're out of people. The Packers defense has been a mess. If they're going to stop somebody, this is the week for it. Mm. That's what I think. I mean, I think the Packers, you know, this is their chance to come out, put up points, and really just have a good defense again. Like, first couple weeks, we were like, oh, my gosh, the Packers defense. Wow. It looked really good. Yeah. And now it's kind of, uh, it's been exposed a little. But – Whatever quarterback goes in for San Francisco, yeah, I mean... They're in for a rough game. It's going to be rough. It's not going to be good. The best meme I've seen is it was the San Francisco 49ers going down the interstate, and they pull off on the exit, and the signs say one was the Super Bowl, one's now the 2021 draft. They're headed towards the draft. 
They've lost so many players. They might as well focus on the draft now. Yeah, well, and a lot of teams are motivated because the coach or the GM is on the hot seat. Like, both of theirs have long deals. Mm -hmm. They've been re-signed. They've got cushion. Yeah. They've had – it's like the 49ers have so many years like this Mm -hmm. where they are just bad, and then they go all in for one year and they go to the Super Bowl. You know what I'm saying? Like, And I think that's – Yeah, it's like, no, I mean the last year. But when Kyle Shanahan took him to the Super Bowl. Oh, no, you're talking about but I'm like, besides that year. But Kyle Shanahan the first couple of years, so he couldn't get anything going, couldn't get yeah. anybody healthy. All of a sudden, they traded for Garoppolo and things opened up. Yeah, they had the first draft pick, and they were pretty decent the year before. Would you rather your team be good every year, like 8-8, eight and eight, or be terrible three years, and then like maybe every fourth year they're making a run? So you're getting one exciting football season per presidential term, essentially. I would still rather take the exciting football season over an 8-8 eight and eight every single year. Yeah, but – so you've got three bad years instead no, of – Ian, I'm sticking to my answer. Okay. <laughs> Is that a final answer? <laughs> That's a final answer. <laughs> I don't know. I think – maybe it's because I'm a Broncos fan and they are a 500 team. Yeah, I, I think that's where you're coming from. But I'm used to, like – I'm an Auburn fan in college, so that's what they do all the time. They have, like, three off years, and then all of a sudden they're really good. Yeah. They'll, like, beat Alabama and go play for a national championship. So if I could have that like every four years, you just you just learn to start to expect like okay, three years of just kind of mediocreness, and then we're going to have a Super Bowl. I'm really glad with this hypothetical question, we could both pick answers that directly reflect our reality. We're yeah. really daydreaming. Yeah. <laughs> so um, don't bet on this game. I mean, if I mean it's a Thursday night game, we always advise you to never bet on Thursday night football. No. Frankly. Um, it's always just a weird game. I mean, if you if you have to, if you have an addiction, the line opened up at two and a half for the Packers. Last we checked, it's at seven and a half. And this game wasn't even a possibility of even being played with COVID. So who knows how well they are even prepared, both teams. Yeah, I mean, yeah, because the Packers had like a situation with one of their running backs. Jamal Williams was a close contact. So like they had a COVID scare. Then the 49ers, like some of their players are close contacts, won't be able to play. Like it's yeah. just a mess. You know, it's a mess of a game. Don't bet on it. Yeah, don't bet on it. But if you're going to bet on it, I mean, the Packers should win. Yeah, Packers. Um, let's move on to the Seahawks Bills. Now, the Seahawks Bills is the one o'clock game that looks like a heavy hitter. I mean, it's two six win teams. Yeah, it looks appealing. Uh, the Seahawks, thirty second best defense, thirty first, like not good. Yeah, yeah. I don't really as much as this game looks on paper like it would be a good game by the names of the teams. The way the Bills have been playing lately and the defense of the Seahawks, I don't see it being that great of a game. I think it's going to be a good game. Really? Well, see, I so I, I disagree, and I think that I think these two teams any other year would look like a defensive struggle, and it would be pretty boring. Exactly. I think this is the one year with both bad – the both of them have pretty bad defenses. See, I love a good defensive game. Yeah, but, I, you know, maybe I'm playing fantasy too much, but – the Seahawks are putting up a lot of numbers because they're always in shootouts because mm-hmm. their defense lets everybody score. Yeah. So, I mean, and Josh Allen, hot, cold, hot, cold. Yeah. An easy matchup. It looks like Stephon Diggs might get fed, people like that, Beasley. I don't know. I just think that depending on the year, this is probably the most exciting year to have Seahawks bills. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. So I think that it's going to be an interesting game. I probably won't be watching it because of conflicting schedule mm-hmm. as we move on to the next game. But what, Who are you taking? I'm So the game is in Buffalo. Mm-hmm. 
The Seahawks are favored, but only by a field goal, and they have the same amount of wins. Buffalo gets a home field, but it's New York. They're not really going to have anybody there. Who are you taking? I'm taking the Seahawks. Russell Wilson. And DK Metcalf is just a beast right now. Yeah, the Seahawks. So I think with the way the corner situation is going to work out, I think Metcalf is going to get shadowed by Traveris White. And then I think that um, I think it's going to be a Tyler Lockett game for, for Russell Wilson. Okay, so, I mean, enough. in the slot. A yeah. lot in the slot. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm not saying they'll lose, but I don't know. I kind of like the Bills on the upset here. Okay. Um, but I definitely think that if you're going to bet on this game, depending on what the over-under is, maybe take the over. Yeah. Yeah, the Seahawks are putting up Not stupid a lot of numbers. Defense. Moving on to our next game, we have the Broncos-Falcons. Before we talk about that, let me tell you about my Broncos real quick. Can we take a timeout? Yes, timeout. Yeah. So here's my rant. Okay. Um, we've talked about this on the podcast before. If you're a longtime listener, you'll remember, but let me refresh your memory. Colin Cowherd, Mm -hmm. the herd, Um, you know, while everyone is trying to get these ratings over the summer and they're trying to, you know, make bold predictions, he comes up with this idea. He says, okay, if you look at who the last couple MVPs have been, they've been quarterbacks with a little bit of rookie success. And then uh, in their sophomore season, it just clicks. Okay. Mm -hmm. He's like talking Lamar Jackson, et cetera. So um, Patrick Mahomes, Lamar Jackson, et cetera. Drew Locke. He picks Drew Locke. You know, um, a lot of the national media people who are in L.A., New York, don't pay as much attention to the Broncos. Mm-hmm. Um, I've just noticed by some of the things they say. But Drew Locke, you know, came on at a time where he was playing some of, you know, he would play the Chargers. You know, he beat the Chargers, stuff yeah. like that. So Cowherd got a look at him. He's like, okay, this is my offseason darling. Okay, flash forward to the fantastic, I mean, just fantastic, hold on, fantastic finish for the Broncos this past Sunday when they were playing the Chargers. And it comes down to literally Drew Locke makes the game-winning throw on a touchdown with zero time on the clock. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm talking, he gets his butt down, and that's the only reason that touchdown mattered. Yeah. Feet weren't in. You know what I'm saying? It's like single, it's easily the best win of his career as far as a comeback from behind win. It's mm-hmm. the first one the Broncos have had since Peyton Manning. Yeah. Drew Locke is literally coming off of this game where all of a sudden all the criticism is gone. People are optimistic again. You know, Broncos country's like, okay, that's what we need to see. We need to see that he has that in him. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So then he did something that Cowherd didn't like. He danced around a little. Drew Locke threw the touchdown, and he was a little cocky. The offensive lineman looked at him, and the ca- it's like he times it with the camera. The camera looks at him, and he's just like, you know, like, you know, doing a little dance. So... Cowherd has this long thing with, oh, I don't like my quarterbacks with backwards hats. It's mm-hmm. like the whole mentality. He wants you to be exactly like Russell Wilson. Not say anything bad. Tweet out Bible verses all the time. So like an old white man. Yes. He wants you to be old white man's quarterback. Yeah. So, and then even in the middle of him dressing down Drew Locke for winning this game, he goes, don't dance around, bro. 
win more games. He's lost to three teams total. Two of them are the Chiefs. One is the Titans. Okay, he started the game against the Steelers week two. Broncos lost that too. But he didn't even play like, what, he played the quarter? The full, uh, He played like two drives. Mm-hmm. So, I, you know, maybe I'm cherry picking, but I don't pick that one. But even if you, even if you take that team. So that would mean that this young quarterback who has not played a full rookie season's worth of games, he has not played 16 games yet, has only lost to two teams that – what, two weeks ago, that was the matchup of the season? Yeah. They were both undefeated. Who's going to make it out? Tennessee and the Titans. And then the team that won the Super Bowl. He's like, but that, and then he said, win more games. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I see where you're coming from. I mean, it seems like an exaggeration to say that he's not MVP caliber. I mean, he wasn't really MVP caliber to begin with. I think that was, like you are saying, an exaggeration, but... Him just celebrating on the field is not enough to take away someone's credibility. Yeah, and I just like – so even when Cowherd was dressing it down, he said, you know, Aaron Rodgers does a little bit of this, but he's Aaron Rodgers. I'm like, okay, so you're just going to excuse Aaron Rodgers because he's done it for so long you can't hate it? And Aaron Rodgers only has one Super Bowl. Yeah. Like, there's a lot of hype around Aaron Rodgers, but he still hasn't proved it on the field. Drew Locke hasn't proved it on the field yet. By winning a Super Bowl or yeah. making it to the playoffs or anything like that. I like, think Rodgers' numbers are really good, though. They speak for themselves. They're good, yeah. But he's, he's not Tom Brady. Oh, okay. Well, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see when he gets out of Green Bay. Well, I think Aaron Rodgers out gets Bay. out of Green Bay. You do? I think he gets out of Green Bay, and I think he'll be able to take off. But okay. while we're talking about it, Drew Locke on his dance celebrations. Obviously, this question was a little bit towards that criticism. Mm-hmm. He said, I'm part of a younger generation of football that might have a little more fun as far as dancing goes. I've been a music guy my whole life. It's kind of who I am. Yeah, it's just, it's fun. If you're winning the game and you're making those passes, those touchdown passes, celebrate. Like I, I don't care. Dance I, around. I get it if he's down like 37-7. Yeah. He's dancing around after scoring a touchdown. It's like, all right, you need to calm down. You're overreacting. Dwayne Haskins. Dwayne Haskins, exactly who I'm thinking of. But he just made the game-winning touchdown pass with nothing left on the clock. You can celebrate. Go right ahead, kid. Yeah, come on. I mean, like, you don't like it? Stop him. Yeah, exactly. And that's that's the exact comparison we were just making. You said he is that uh, he's not an old white man's quarterback. Yeah. Drew Locke says it in his answer. I'm part of a younger generation of quarterback. He's having fun. He, and you know what he's saying? He's saying there's more coming because there's more to there's more that goes into this whole conversation. Yeah. Now, Peyton Manning, I mean, Philip Rivers, Ben Roethlisberger, they came into an NFL where celebrating too much is a penalty. Mm-hmm. They only lifted that what three years ago. Yeah. The entire time, Drew Locke, Patrick Mahomes, all these quarterbacks have been in the league. It is legal to celebrate. It's legal to have a little fun. It's not the no fun league. As much. And it's still, in college, it's illegal to do it. So they're finally getting free where they can do whatever they want. They can go stand in front of the screen at the end of the end zone, do a dance, do yeah. whatever they want. Go for it. They're, of course they're going to let loose. NFL is the most watched TV show every week. Yeah. Let it be a little TV. You don't have to go full, you know, you don't have to go full original XFL. Mm-hmm. But you know what I'm saying? Like, let it let it be a little fun. 
Yeah. God forbid we just listen to Joe Buck and Troy Aikman yak on the whole time. Like, let the players do something. We don't even have fans to watch for crazy shit anymore. Yeah. Like, it's like, we don't even have... We don't th- get to read the funny signs. No, there's no signs. There's no people that get disappointed. Yeah. The South Park characters, I swear to God, are a jinx on the Broncos. Well, they won. They did. That's the first game the Broncos have won where those fucking yeah. cutouts were there. <laughs> so, anyways, back right. to the game. Yeah, I got the Broncos. Yeah, I got the Broncos, too. I think that if you are playing fantasy... Now, I don't usually recommend this for my own team because it's going to look a little bit homery, but... If you're playing fantasy, this is a great week where if you're really hurt. So, like, I've got one fantasy team, mm-hmm. and I, maybe I'll get you a screenshot and throw it up. We'll see. But I've got this one fantasy team where literally all my players are on buy on my bench. I've got one player not on a buy on my bench. I've got to start everybody. I've actually got a player in for the Green Bay game tonight who is still on IR. Like, he's, not on, he's on injured reserve right now. They'd have to take him off like right before the game for yeah. me to use him, which is like kind of like a wild card. But if he doesn't get off IR, Alan Lazard, uh, I'm going to go pick up a Bronco really quick because the Falcons secondary is terrible. Yeah. So if you're looking for somebody and you're really hurting at wide receiver with these bye weeks, KJ Hamler. And if Tim Patrick doesn't play, Deshaun Hamilton. Mm-hmm. Two cheap options who are going to have easy coverage, and Drew Locke is actually looking for them. They've been on one of them has been on the team for two or three years, but there was never a quarterback good enough to get him the ball. So, okay, just a couple options there. I mean, I could easily see the Falcons winning this game. I don't in no way think it's a guarantee. It is in Atlanta, but I'm thinking that the Broncos' defense is good. The Falcons' defense is bad. The Falcons' offense is a bit better when Julio and Calvin are working, but they've kind of got the corners to contain them. I don't know. I think it depends on what type of game Julio Jones has. Yeah. I think that's what it comes down to. Can the receivers get open? Can Matt Ryan actually make the throws? If not, it's going to be Broncos all day long. Can the Broncos cover Calvin Ridley and Julio Jones? Yeah. That'll be the real question. It's a tough test, but... I think they can do it. As long as A.J. Boye is not in the concussion protocol. We move on to the Bears-Titans game. Now, the Titans are six-point favorites. There's a... So the bell is every time we ring it, it replies to COVID. Yeah, well, we use the bell for a lot of stuff, but if you hear us in the middle of a sentence say, the player really came down with, then that's COVID. That's COVID. We're so sick of hearing the word that we literally just want to replace it with a bell. We hate... Yeah, I mean, like, I'm just so sick of hearing pandemic, hearing all of it. Yeah. Fuck. (laughs) I had to think for a second if we could say that. (laughs) I get my jobs confused sometimes. Yeah, so there is a a couple... Cases? Cases that could possibly interfere with this game. Not anything certain yet, but... Does it look like the game could be canceled or just certain players won't be just available? Just certain players. Okay. Yeah. Anybody of note? There's no games really this week that are look like they could be canceled. Any players of note? Uh, I don't think so. Not like Derrick Henry or anybody? No. Okay. In that case, this game is in Tennessee, but hear me out here. And this might be wild. But I think that there's a very good chance that the Bears win. Really? So on paper, if you didn't watch football, you'd think, okay, Bears have five wins, Titans have five wins. Mm -hmm. And the Titans, because they were undefeated longer, 
they go in that category of, okay, better team. The Bears make it look hard, but they're still doing it. Yeah. Um, Bears defense is good. Mm-hmm. Titans defense is not as good. Yeah. People are putting up points on the Titans. Bears offense is bad. Bears offense is bad. Titans offense is good. Good. Yeah. So um, the defense game is wins. The game's in Tennessee. It's negative six for the Titans. The Titans are getting six. I just think this feels like it feels like the Bears Titans game feels like the complete opposite of the Seahawks game. It feels like it's going to be grinded out defense run. Mm-hmm. I can see the Bears winning that game. So any other year, I would say yes, defense wins. But for some reason, this year defense doesn't win. There's just not the same type of defense that you've seen in previous years, and I just think Derrick Henry's going to go off. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's a safe bet for Derrick Henry to go off. I wouldn't. I don't. I think I'd. I would not bench Derrick Henry in a fantasy league. But I'm going to go on the record, and I'm just going to go Bears, and then. So you're going to take Titans. I'll take Titans. So I'll take the six points for the Bears. I don't know if they'll cover, though, so I might have to take Bears in a betting standpoint. See, that's what I'm saying. With the six points, I'm taking the Bears for the upset. Okay. Yeah, I'll stick with Bears then. Oh, so you do think it's going to be close. I think it'll be close. Okay. Watch Tennessee blow them out of the water. Yeah. Lions-Vikings. I've got the Lions in this one. You've got the Lions? I think covering the four points, I think they'll be able to handle that. Uh, Even if they don't, I'd still take the Lions. I I think the Lions can keep it within those four points, but I have the Lions actually winning. As long as Matt Stafford doesn't have to stay home because he's a close contact to somebody with... Yeah, that might ruin this game for the Lions. So um, I wouldn't bet any money on the Lions until you find out on Sunday. And I think the last I heard was it's going to be on Sunday is the time when they find – like they're going to find out day of if he can play. So uh, that is really a bitch. And it's a road game. Yeah. So like what is he just going to travel? I mean, I guess Matt Stafford's not worried about wasting a trip to Minnesota. He can probably travel on his own. Yeah, I think he could afford it. Yeah. Um, I don't know who's going to win this game. This has – this has the makings of a classic division game mm-hmm. situation. That's what my thinking is. I would bet the over. Really? The Lions cannot stop the run. Dalvin Cook just came back and let people know he's a grown-ass man. That's true. And the Vikings cannot stop the pass. And if Matt Stafford plays, even without Kenny Galladay, he's got plenty of options to spread the ball around. I'll take the over, too. Yeah. I, I think with the... Both offenses and neither really having a defense. I think you're right on that. I mean, if the Vikings had a defense, I don't know where they're keeping it. Yeah. I don't know when they're going to let it loose. Yeah. So, I don't know if I'm taking any team in this, but I would be betting the over. I'll take the Lions. Okay. Then let's go with Ravens-Colts. I think this will be a very hard fall game. I don't see the Ravens blowing out the Colts, but I do have them winning. I so this is tough because we're getting to the point in the season where the teams that really splashed in September are going to come back down to earth. Yeah, and you always think you know which teams those are, but there's always a few surprises. Now, am I saying the Ravens are a team that's coming back down to earth? Maybe, maybe, yeah. Um, but I also think they have the better defense, and I do not think it's a very long trip to Indianapolis. And whenever the Colts and the Ravens play, you've always got to remember there's a little bit of bad blood there. Yeah, just because of the transitions. Yeah. Yeah. The uh, Baltimore Colts leaving. Yeah. Yeah. But um, I 
I also don't think the Ravens lose again. No, that's I. I can't see them losing more than one game. If the Ravens lose again, people are going to talk about it all week. And what about Lamar Jackson's arm? He's just not completing as many passes as he was last year. Like he's just not doing it as much after the MVP slump. They put you on a Madden game, and look what happens. Yeah, Madden curse. The only person that didn't affect was. I don't want to talk about it. So <laughs> that was my trivia question for you. Oh yeah, that Patrick yeah. Mahomes. Good job. <laughs> so yeah, we both think it's going to be a tough game. I think that the Ravens will probably not use enough J.K. Dobbins. The Colts will possibly be without Jonathan Taylor. Now mm. Taylor had an injury no one knew about, not even the coach last week. Oh, wow. So all of a sudden, Wilkins and Hines, Naheem mm-hmm. Hines and Jordan Wilkins, just took off. Yeah, they were. And my dumbass started Jordan Taylor because he didn't tell nobody he was freaking hurt. You mean Jonathan Taylor? What did I say? Jordan. Oh, Jay Taylor. You get your name back. There's so many backs on that team that it very well could have been Jordan Taylor. (laughs) There's there's probably a Jordan Wilkins, Jonathan Taylor, and Jordan Taylor. There's like five backs on that team that have started this year. I don't know. I wouldn't bet on this game, but I would watch it. Ravens, Colts. It's going to be a good game. If Phillip Rivers and the Colts pull this off. Overreaction time for them. People will start holding them up. Yeah. And overreaction time for the Ravens, too. All week long, we'll hear about it. Well, we've been hearing all about the Ravens already. Yeah. Panthers-Chiefs. Panthers-Chiefs is another game where the Chiefs are expected to bury a team. Yeah. Uh, I mean... I think it'll happen. The Chiefs have lost a game. Yes. But they they still get point spreads like they'll never lose a game. Yeah. I mean, ten and a half at Arrowhead. But it's against the Panthers. Their spread was much larger last week. Yeah, I mean... It was like 18. Do you think the Panthers will put up points against them, or...? Yeah, I think the Panthers will score. I mean, they got Tay Bridgewater, and they got one of the leading receivers in the league. Now, the Panthers' defense does have some corners that can put some pressure on a couple of these guys. And they have speed. And they have speed. So, I mean, I think that this could be a sneaky game. I mean, I'm not recommending you bet against the Chiefs, but... I still think Chiefs will cover. Yeah, yeah. Stay away. I'm going to label that a stay, stay away. away. Yeah. Okay, so. Um, Texans Jaguars, they have some protocols. Okay. Uh, what are they? Just a couple players. Just a couple players? Yeah. And then um, tell me a little bit about J.J. Watt. Yeah, J.J. Watt this week came out and said that he does not want to be part of a rebuild, which is what's going on in Houston right now. They're in the process of possibly going through a rebuild. I mean, I think they will stick with Deshaun Watson, but everyone else is probably up for game. I, I, but yeah, he says he does not want to be a part of it, which is a pretty bold statement to make by a player. It's basically saying you won out. I think it's a bold statement, but I think he's earned it. Oh, definitely by far. I don't know why JJ Watt is still there. Yeah. I think the only reason he was still there is because Bill O'Brien was still there. They were going to the playoffs every year. Mm-hmm. So he had a shot every year at least. Yeah. J.J. Watt is watching his brothers play on good teams. Winning. Winning games. Playoff he's, teams. He's always rehabbing, beat up, hurt. And do you think there's also a possibility he doesn't want to be the brother that fades away? Yeah, I mean, he's he still has the biggest name because he was J.J. Swat. Yeah. Right? But his J.J. brothers could take over super quick. And the defense hasn't been that good with him there. Yeah. So, I mean, he needs to go somewhere probably for less money. 
and be a part of a unit with some dogs on it. Kansas City. <laughs> no, he won't go to Kansas City. No way. Are you kidding me? Damn it Everyone's all the hell. Everyone's going to Kansas City. I don't think he'd go to Kansas City. No. I don't know. Maybe, I don't think they have Tennessee. any Tennessee. I don't think they have any room. Now, Tennessee is a real Mike Vrabel. Yeah. He, he knows it. it there. Yeah, and he's seeing how they play right now. He's mm-hmm. seeing how they're playing for Vrabel. Vrabel could have been their coach, but yeah, but they didn't do it. I think that yeah, I don't I don't want to speculate on where JJ Watt goes, but I think it is time for him to go. Yep. But until then, he's playing the Jaguars. This is a Jaguars. one o'clock game. Yep, Texans Jaguars six and a half point favorites. The Texans are as the at the time of this taping that hasn't moved much. So I'm curious who people are betting on. Gardner Minshew isn't playing. Exactly. That's what I was going to say. Okay. The Jaguars got stomped by the Texans the last time. Mm -hmm. The Texans are only one in six. You know what that means? That means this is the only team they've beaten. Yeah. And the Jaguars are one in six. Correct. So frankly, (laughs) the Jaguars have a backup quarterback and you, you want to talk about the highway analogy. Of Super Bowl or or the draft, right? <laughs> I, I the Jaguars are the first car off that interstate. They're yeah. sitting there waiting for the Jets to break down on the side of the road. They've already made it. I I posted this on our social media, and some of you guys have already let me know how you feel about it. Harsh comments, but uh, <laughs> I I just see it. I see the Jaguars taking Trevor Lawrence, really, and I see Justin Fields going to like. New York. New York. Yeah, the Giants. Yeah. Or, like, I just don't see the Jets taking either player. I don't know. Maybe I'm crazy. Like, I just feel like the Jets are going to screw up and win some games and be the Jets and figure out a way to end up no, with a third a pick. that's a different story. That's yeah. a different story. No, I'm not saying the Jets will have the first pick and pass. I'm saying the Jets will screw up and win too many games this year okay. to get the first pick and have a choice. That makes a lot more sense. Yes. I'm not saying the Jets will pass. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. Maybe but, you should put that in the Facebook post. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm just saying, like, with the road for the road to Trevor Lawrence, as they call it. Yeah. I think it's, the Jaguars have a long sustained history of losing. <laughs> that yeah. without Garter Minshew, like, even doing it, and, like, they're already down six wins. Now, leave it to the Jaguars to get an easy schedule the second half of the year, and Gardner comes back trying to win his job. Yep. But uh, you should bet on the Texans if you're going to bet on this game. I agree. You shouldn't bet on a backup quarterback for a team that we think has a really good chance to have to be the worst in the league. That no. I'm no I'm no mafia gambler, but that seems like sound advice. Yeah. So now it's time for our next trivia question. You're All one right. for one, big man. All right. Here we go. Right after I learn how phones work. Great. They're tough. This quarterback now has 12 games since the start of last season with multiple turnovers, three more than any other player in that span. This quarterback now has 12 games since the start of last season with multiple turnovers. So that's three more games than any other player in that span. Is that Daniel Jones? That is the Giants. After one month playing last year, he was the franchise Jones. I just knew that he didn't start all of last year, and he always has multiple turnovers. He's been a turnover machine. Yes. It's what he's known for. Um, and he, the, the Giants are playing playing a barn burner this Sunday against yeah. the Washington football team. This will be the probably 
Well, yeah, still probably the least exciting game of the weekend. I don't know if it'll be least exciting. It's hard to guess. Well, so to me, it, it will be. I'm being a stickler, a stickler with the word exciting right there. Yeah. But because like sometimes when two terrible teams play, it's the best games. True. So I would say that it's got the least amount of hope for any of their fans. Yes. <laughs> like I don't think anybody, our f- Washington football team t- fans and Giants fans, watch this game going. I hope we win. Maybe. But, like, the football team probably is at this point. The football team. See, what's funny is the Giants have less wins, but even though Daniel Jones is having record amounts of turnovers, Mm -hmm. he's closer to being the Giants' answer at quarterback than Dwayne Haskins is to being the answer in D.C. Yeah. That's a fact. I mean, Dwayne Haskins, it looked like he could have been traded. Yeah, still might be. I mean, well, the trade deadline passed. Well, I mean, yeah, but later, you. I I think he's going to get traded or cut. I don't know what you're going to get for him. The only way the football team will get anything for him is if they get him back in there and he looks good because nobody clearly wants to spend anything on him now. Yeah. But this game, now, Washington football team won the last time they played. I think the Giants will win this game. I do too. Um, they've got Sterling Shepard back, and we've got – and the they got, only thing is – Yeah. Is uh, – Plot twist. Golden Tate yeah. did not show up to practice today. And speculation is that he may be unhappy as his position on the team. So during the game last week when he caught his first pass, you heard him screaming through the microphone like, throw me the damn ball more. And then he scores a touchdown later on, says the same thing into the camera. And his wife comes out this week and is tweeting to the Giants saying, hey, you need, you're ruining my husband's career. You need to start throwing the ball more. So there's one or two ways this goes, right? Right. They either ice him out to prove a point, or they're going to try to give him the ball more. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, really, that's it. You either give him the ball more, don't address it at all, or you got to make an example of him. Now, what do we think Joe Judge, the pretty much unknown coach, will do? Oh, I think he'll try and give him the ball more. I think making the example of a player that's probably your better receiver on the team. Yeah, but he's kind of hard. But he comes from the Belichick tree. That's true. Belichick's not going to word somebody who's bitching. We can't really answer that question because we've never seen him have to handle a situation. So that's 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 exactly what I'm getting at. I think this will be really telling on Joe Judge as a head coach how he handles the situation. Now, if it comes out in a news report before the game that him and Golden Tate have talked and they've reconciled, clearly that's something the organization would be leaking. Mm -hmm. Then that means we're going to throw him the ball, but we don't want to look weak. So we have to make sure that this story gets out. If we hear no news and he just starts lighting them up, we at least know they want to win. But, I mean, I think Sterling Shepard might be the best wide receiver on that team. I don't know. Him and Golden Tate go back and forth. Him and, well, him and Golden Tate go back and forth on yeah. both being number one and being on injured reserve. And Darius Slayton. Yeah. Darius Slayton is coming alive, but when he was their only guy out there. Yeah, a lot harder. Well, he's just not a number one receiver. No. Yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, but with Slayton having help, I don't know. The, if Daniel Jones can get the ball off, they can win this game. Yeah. The question is, do they want to? Right. So that takes us to our. Next trivia question. Okay. These, These are coming in fast. They're coming in uh, spurts. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like we did the first two, then we took a really long break. Yeah. And then here it is again. So, this AFC team okay. is now 
the first team in NFL history to lose three straight games in which they led by 17 points. Oh, the Chargers. I didn't think it would be hard, but I really thought it was worth mentioning. Yeah. That the Chargers are the first team ever. The 2020 Chargers, who the whole narrative is, look how good Justin Herbert looks, are the first team in history, Harrison, ever. Yeah. 100 years they've played this game. First time ever they've lost three games where they were up by 17 and then fell. Now, that's not Justin Herbert's fault, that's but I'm not. just saying. That's why I wanted to make sure we got through that. Yeah. It's definitely not Justin Herbert's fault. He's no. looking good. But all I'm saying is a lot of other teams, and you fans, you know how your team is talked about by the national media. If if your team, if the Washington football team was up by 17 three weeks in a row and losing, God for, Dallas, if Dallas was doing that, mm-hmm. that would be the storyline. Not this right. player looks good. Yeah. But the Chargers, it's just like. They get no one really cares about the Chargers. No one cares about the Chargers. They don't fill a stadium. Yeah. So people are just kind of like, well, Herbert looks good because we all play fantasy football and we want to pick him up. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. You. I'm just saying that this defense needs a little bit of criticism. So and I'm here to bring it. do it for four weeks in a row? So that brings me to my next point. We're talking about the Raiders-Chargers game. Now, the Raiders have four wins. The Chargers have two. Mm-hmm. Um, the Raiders... It wouldn't shock me if the Raiders won this game. I mean, it's in L.A., and the Chargers are like a one-point favorite. Yeah. I mean, I, right now, the the line's probably going to move a little bit, but... This is a tough game to pick, but I think it being in L.A., and the Chargers are coming out with some new uniforms this week. They're going to wear their all-Navy ones. I don't know oh, if that really? really matters any. But a little more excitement for the team, something to get excited about. I, I, think, I, I think the Chargers. I think the Chargers win this game. I think they do. I mean... But the Raiders did just have a really tough game. They had a tough game in Cleveland with bad weather. Mm. Now they're going to go to L.A. where there's dome. almost never bad weather. Well, it's in a dome. <laughs> but it's in a dome. Yeah. So either way, even if there was yeah. that one L.A. shower a year. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's just going to be like – it's a pick game. It's a division game. It's tough. I would not take – well, we just talked about how much points the Chargers give up. I would maybe take the over. Yeah, the Chargers I, alone might give up those. As a Broncos fan who watches this division closely, I don't have a freaking clue which one, which team is going to win this. Yeah, no. I don't have any idea. I mean, if I had to take the bet, I think the Chargers look more explosive so they could possibly get the lead. But like you just got done saying, they've blown three in a row. So, I mean, who knows? How many games do they have to lead in and then lose for them to fire their defensive coordinator? <laughs> Better question. Does Anthony Lynn keep his job? this year if they keep losing like this yes you think anthony lane keeps his job because i think there's a lot of promise you can see in this team the fact that they're able to even get those leads on because they haven't been bad teams that have gotten the leads on it's just those teams drew Brees. i mean one of them they've had to come back i mean drew lock got hot in the second half yeah came back i i don't know i think he still got his job yeah but he's he is on his fourth year so We'll see. I mean, Anthony Lynn, don't get me wrong. Everything from Hard Knocks that I actually watched. Yeah. Because that got boring real quick, didn't it? It did. I mean, especially with COVID, you couldn't do any of the cool stuff. Mm-hmm. But anyway, I mean, it looks like he's running the team the right way. It looks like the players respect him. And it'd be, I think it'd just be damaging to the quarterback itself to fire their head coach after their first year. I mean, maybe give him all that confidence and then they got to start all over again. Yeah, but he's such a running backs coach. So- Makes me think he's easy to switch out. But I don't know. I mean... He's been there a while. 
we'll digress. We're not gonna. Yeah. We're not putting Anthony Lynn on the hot seat yet. But if he loses all the division games like this, yeah, it's not gonna be good. It doesn't look good. It does not look good because now they're done moving. They could replace him easy. They got no other moving parts. And the GM picked Justin Herbert out when there was only like what one other quarterback missing. Mm-hmm. So like the GM's keeping his job. Yeah. GM picks a good quarterback. You get to keep your job. Um. So we're not we're not picking anybody there, but. Let's go on to the Steelers-Cowboys game. Is happening again in this game with Andy Dalton. Of course, yeah. So the Cowboys can't catch any breaks on offense since Zach went down. They're down to their fourth quarterback this week. They'll be starting. You know, I wasn't buying into how good the Cowboys were before Dak went down, but now that we're watching how bad they are without him. Yeah, I think we can easily just say Steelers. Yeah, the Steelers are going to win this game. Yeah. <laughs> um, the line is right now at 13 and a half. If you think they're going to win by that much, feel bold, but. I think they will. That's just two touchdowns. It's yeah. less than two touchdowns. Yeah. Don't bet on the Cowboys unless you. Yeah. Unless you're really trying to get yourself out of a hole. So um, that was our first. For, those are our first couple four o'clock games. Now we have the Dolphins Cardinals. Now the Dolphins Cardinals, that's a very interesting game now that Tua's in. Mm-hmm. Because we could see Tua, Kyler Murray. Um, they play very different. Tua doesn't run as much as Kyler. Yeah. Kyler's shorter. But Tua's a better thrower. They're both these new generation quarterbacks who are both very quick. Yes. So that's going to be an interesting game. And the fact that the Dolphins won the game last week so handily, and Tua didn't even throw for 100 yards. I mean, like, they yeah. just they didn't need him to do that much. So I'm going to take the Cardinals. And the reason why is that exact reason. So what's the likelihood they do that again? They get the special teams going like they did. They get the defense with the lucky turnovers. I can't see that happening a second time in a row. So I think this game will require Tua to make throws and make offense, make the offensive go. Yeah. And I don't know if he's got it. I don't know enough about Cliff Kingsbury as a coach, but from what I've seen of the Dolphins and how they're playing for Brian Flores mm-hmm. – this is a toss-up to me, and I'm going to go with the team that I think is more disciplined, and I think that is the Dolphins. Okay. I think Flores has got the Dolphins playing like a – I haven't seen a coach get the Dolphins to play this hard, like maybe, you know, this millennium. I mean, yeah. like it's been a long time. It's been a long time. Yeah, I'm still going with the Cardinals. All right, so we'll differ on that one. I'll yeah. take the Dolphins. You'll take the Cardinals. You're taking the – they have to win by four, so I'm taking the four points. So Yeah, I'll take that. If the Dolphins lose, it better be two. And that brings us to our last trivia question. What are you, three and one? Three and one. Okay. So this is really not for much. No. This well, is, I mean, I still win. Yeah. Yeah, you, so exactly. You win no matter what. You know who this is for? The listeners. This is for the listeners. This is for the this listeners. This is for y'all. For you guys to play along at home. I do this every week for y'all. So, this NFC running back has the most receiving yards by a running back in the first seven games in NFL history. Who is it? That one more time. This NFC running back has the most receiving yards for a running back in the first seven games in NFL history. Would it be Alvin Kamara? And that's four and one. Alvin Kamara, he is just continuing to be the reason that Drew Brees might get a ring on his dead finger. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I just It's keep... the only reason. It's keeping him alive. Drew Brees can't throw the deep ball, so dump it off to your running back and hope for the best. Well, because Michael Thomas isn't there, so it's, you don't even have your number one wide receiver yeah. yet all year. 
It's like they're going to get – who's going to get to the field first, Brown or uh, Antonio Brown? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know. What, uh, freaking Mike Thomas, come on. Anyway, Saints-Buccaneers. This looks like a good game. It's on NBC mm-hmm. Sunday night. A Sunday good night game for primetime. Yep. Usually is. They've done pretty good this year. No, remember last week it was garbage. Well, yeah, except for last week. Last, last week was week. an early nap. Now I'm going to be tired. I'm going to be yeah. staying up for these. I have the Buccaneers getting revenge. I have the Bucks winning too. Yeah. Why I, do you think? I think the Saints from the beginning of the year to now, I don't want to say have regressed, but or the, I think they've stayed about the same. But the Bucks signing Antonio Brown helps with the – Mike Thomas and not Mike Thomas, uh, Mike Evans yeah. being out and Mike Evans. Well, Mike Evans isn't out. Godwin's out. Godwin's out. Yeah. Mike Evans is just doing bad. Yeah. Godwin being out. I think Antonio Brown helps to be a good replacement for that. And then the Bucks have just gotten better. They really have progressed throughout the year. And I think Tom Brady beats Drew Brees. The Bucks defense is playing really well. And they're at home. Yeah. And they're at, so the Bucks get to be at home. Yeah. They get Antonio Brown, mm-hmm. who is currently living with Tom Brady. Yes. Something tells me they have enough time to go over the place. Yes. And then, I mean, in the Bucks' defense is playing better than the Saints. I mean, that's really what it comes down to. Yeah. Both these offenses can move the ball. And could Drew Brees win without Michael Thomas? Sure. I mean, there's a chance Michael Thomas plays this week. Yeah. So, I mean, either way, if Michael Thomas comes back and Antonio Brown comes back, look out. This is going to be a fun game. Oh, but. Yeah. We're both taking the Bucks, and then we that leaves us with Monday night. Speaking of bad games, Patriots Jets. What a great game if you live in the coldest part of the U.S. <laughs> if you live in they New York or New there. England, yeah, yeah, something for y'all to do. Yeah, I mean, I apologize to people in New York. First the pandemic, and now the Jets and Giants this year. Yeah, shit's terrible. Nothing going right for them. <laughs> but I mean. Who wins this game, really? The Patriots are seven-point favorites. That's only by name. They've got two wins. The Jets have zero. I have the Jets. The Jets? You think the Jets win this game? I think they win. The Jets have a good chance to win this game because Cam Newton has not looked right. It's a division game. Division game. It's Monday night. Mm -hmm. The Patriots, like you said, have not looked right with Cam Newton. And the defense is getting worse. It's a chance for the Jets to finally pull a win off. If they actually want to win a game and not tank, this is their chance to pull it off. This is the second week of Monday Night Football for a New York team. Yep. And last week, the New York team, the Giants, came so much closer to beating the Bucks than we thought they would be. Mm-hmm. It was a very close game. It's very close. And I think this week, I'm going to go with you. I think the Jets can pull it off. We're taking the upset on the Jets. I'm definitely not betting on the Patriots now. No. Having said that, obviously the Patriots should be favored. The Patriots yeah. probably should win. Yeah, the other team's 0-8. But if you're trying to make money on these games, it's not always the favorites that are going to win. Yeah. And so like when we're looking at upsets, the Jets, it feels like a cushy upset, especially at seven points. Mm-hmm. I feel like the way both these teams are playing. The only thing that worries me is the Jets' lack of any running game. Yeah. Well, I mean, they're not going to – win this game because they have a skill position. They're going to win this game just off luck. And they traded Avery Williamson at the trade deadline. To the Steelers. I've changed my mind completely. I'm back on the Patriots. You take the Jets. <laughs> All right. I'm back on the Patriots. I, I Now that I think about it, I can't name any people on the team. <laughs> yeah, there's no one except for Sam Darnold. 
Yeah. <laughs> Sam, poor Sam Darnold. What did you do to somebody to he deserve this? He walks in and the players are taking photos of him because they're so excited to see him. <laughs> I've heard about you since I was on the practice squad. <laughs> what was that, Tuesday? <laughs> All right, so that's this week's games. Uh, hopefully my Broncos can win another one in a row. Maybe the Panthers can upset the Chiefs. I would love that. I would yeah. love that more than you would. No, you wouldn't. No, if the if the Chiefs no, lose, no, you wouldn't. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Any <laughs> team that beats the Chiefs, though, all in. Yeah, I'm all in. I'm Ian. I'm Harrison, and we're out. Thanks for watching. Ten minute warning. If you liked what you saw, uh, give us a subscribe. Yep, subscribe. We're on Spotify. We're on Apple. We're on iTunes. We're on YouTube. We're on Facebook. Watch. We're yep. on Stitcher. Make sure to go follow us on Facebook. Follow us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. We're going to be taking questions from social media every week, and we'll get those out. We appreciate you watching. Now, smash that subscribe button. It's over there. It's over there. I think it's is it over here. No, it's definitely one of the bottom ones. I don't know. I'm, well, which way it's am somewhere. I facing? I'm facing it's, one of the. It's somewhere. It's somewhere, Ian. One of these. Thanks for watching. Ten minute warning. If you liked what you saw, uh, give us a subscribe. Yep, subscribe. We're on Spotify. We're on Apple. We're on iTunes. We're on YouTube. We're on Facebook. Watch. We're yep. on Stitcher. Make sure to go follow us on Facebook. Follow us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. We're going to be taking questions from social media every week, and we'll get those out. We appreciate you watching. Now, smash that subscribe button. It's over there. It's over there. I think it's, is it over here? No, it's definitely one of the bottom ones. I don't know. I'm, well, which way it's am somewhere. I facing? I'm facing it's, one of the. It's somewhere. It's somewhere, Ian. One of these.